Hey guys, and welcome to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast, where you will be inspired, encouraged, and transformed with powerful teachings and real stories of mental health. This podcast is not a substitute for counseling. If you are in a crisis, call or text your local crisis center or visit suicidepreventionlifeline.org. Jesus is in our mental health, and freedom is where we start. I am your host, Heidi Mortensen, licensed marriage and family therapist. Get ready. Today's show is going to bring you hope. Hello and welcome to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast. I am your host, Heidi Mortensen, licensed marriage and family therapist. Today, we're going to be talking about trust issues. Do you feel like you have trust issues? I know that I do. I know that I have times where I question what someone says or it takes me a while to actually come around to something. People might say things to you and you feel like you don't listen. Then they'll, someone else will say the same thing, but you'll listen to them. Like, why will we listen to them, but not this other person? It's because you didn't trust the first person. Because you've experienced hurt, you've experienced pain and trauma. When you experience pain and abuse from someone, it's really hard to go back and trust what they say. And it's even harder when this is a family member. We need to align and we need to listen with what God says and we need to listen to him. We need to ask God, what, what are you saying about this? We need to learn how to keen in on going vertical so that we can deal with these horizontal issues. If someone hurts you, we need to be able to ask from God and find out how do we deal with this? What does this mean? Do we need to listen to them? How do we respond in honor when we don't like what they're saying and it's someone that you're telling us that we need to honor? God uses many people to speak to us, so we need to be open to hear what God has to say. There are messages all the time and we block them off because of our trust issues. So how often are our trust issues stopping God from moving in our life? So let's pray. Holy Spirit, we welcome you right now. We welcome you into this podcast episode. We welcome you to be everywhere the listeners are at, no matter where, no matter what. I pray, God, for your grace to crash in and for your presence to be with them, that we're just little kids sitting at our Papa's feet. We love you, God. We love you. We worship you. We praise you. We thank you that you are God and we are not and that we've been broken and we've been hurt and we have trust issues. We ask God that you come in and you heal our trust issues. I pray God that you help me to speak exactly what the listeners need to hear in this episode right now. And we pray God that we can continue to heal so we can walk out the purpose that you have for us. This is not about us, God. This is about you. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. So last week, I did an episode on being healthy in a dysfunctional family system. So I talked about basically this very topic that I'm going to talk about today, but I'm going to dive in deeper into the actual trust issues that we can have with people and how this can really slow us down. And I talked about how how we grew up and the system that we had can sometimes stop us from even hearing from God because we're aligned with what our family believes. And so we can't 
go believe in God or read the word of God because we're going to be some weird Bible banger or whatever it is that there's a judgment that your family has. And we need to be able to have the freedom and the permission to be able to be set free to really truly hear from God. Then how do we then go back into these situations? How do we go into our workplace? How do we go into our friend circle or certain circles in our family and just even even the world in itself. How do we go back in when we have these trust issues? We're finding out, okay, I love you, God. I trust you, God. But how do we, how do we keep navigating it when we're bumping into issues with other people and we're getting triggered? On Thursday, I had on Marie Larson with Vibrant Life Consulting, and she talked about being a feeler and a seer and how she notices that she thought that she had this anxiety problem and that she actually had a gift of being a feeler and a seer, but she didn't know how to navigate that. And so God actually taught her how to tune in to what's going on with her so that when she'd walk into a room, she'd be able to identify, okay, that's not my stuff, that's their stuff. And she was able to release the positive opposite. So I release peace, I release... God's presence, I release joy, whatever it is that that room and those people needed, she was able to do that. So make sure to go back and check out these episodes from last week. They were awesome. So one of the biggest issues that I would say that we have with trust is God. So if we experience issues with our parents, if we have issues with a boss or a leader somewhat or somebody in the church, there's a lot of church hurt that we have going on right now. They were who we connected to. And until we actually connect with God and have that intimacy with God, we're going to equate their relationship as stronger and more important because it's just what we know. And so if we have a father or mother who is... um, very belligerent, very critical, we're going to think that God is critical. So we're going to have a hard time moving into this place that God is loving. And so when we read those verses that God is love, he loves you with an everlasting love, we're like, well, not me. He loves everybody else with an everlasting love, but not me. Because you have this critical voice in the back of your head that's coming from your mom or your dad or somebody else who is important to you. And you're not actually allowing yourself to allow the word of God to breathe life into you. And so we have to get healed from these trust issues. But we first have to recognize that we have the trust issues. Because if we don't know we have trust issues, how do we know they need to get healed? So then we just keep believing the lie that God is this critical, mean God. And I think this is a lot of where we have issues in the world right now. There's a lot of different types of Christianity that's coming out. People that are, they're making up their own beliefs about things. And there's, I heard this thing where there's like seven Jesuses and like, there's just different doctrine that's coming out. And we can disagree on all sorts of things on the outside of what the gospel is, but the gospel is the gospel. That has never changed. Okay. The word of God is the word of God. He breathed life into those words. And while we may question it, we may wonder certain things about it, we still need to come back to the truth of, well, you're God and I'm not. We can't change things based on something that we don't like and we feel something uncomfortable. We have trust issues towards someone else, so then we make up something different about the Word of God that we don't like, or we say we're mad at God for something because He took a loved one. 
our theology is so off and we need to come back to the true gospel that Jesus died on the cross for our sins and that we need a savior. When we try to be our own God, we are going to mess up. And so surrender is so important, but it's hard for us to do. I don't want to surrender to them. I don't like what they're believing or I don't like what they're thinking. Well, what if God wants you to surrender and honor and from that, his fruit is going to grow? See, we often don't trust God because we don't like what's first. We don't like that surrender and that laying down our life. We want to control all the fruit, which is joy, love, peace, patience, kindness, all the fruit that's after it, instead of trusting God is saying surrender. Again, so I'm, I'm kind of going off on this, but I want to come back to where did we first have trust issues? So let's first heal that. I want to just kind of quickly walk some of you through that. So if you have somebody in your mind that you're thinking about that you're like, yeah, they caused some trust issues with me. What I want you to do right, right now is I want you to say, I forgive them for and then I want you to say what they did. Okay, so let's say, just for the sake of doing this podcast, I want you to say, I forgive my mom for being critical to me. I forgive my dad for being hard on me and not telling me that he loved me. Okay, so we just we say we forgive them. And then what we do next is we say, I renounce the lie that Father God is any way the same. And then I want you to say, Father God, what is the truth about you? And if you need to pause the podcast, go ahead and do that. But I want you to listen and hear. And if you're, if you're struggling, you're like, Heidi, I'm not hearing. I'm not hearing. Then I want you to do more of that forgiveness. I want you to do more of that. And then ask God to come in and say, God, I want you to speak with me. Ask God to speak to you. Because the Bible says, my sheep hear my voice. And often there's too much noise. There's too much loud busyness going on. Maybe you're on your phone for a while. I'm not saying it's bad to be on your phone, but we can get distracted with all sorts of things and it clouds up and it actually puts this wall. But you guys, when Jesus died, there's no wall. The veil was torn. There's no wall between us and God. So I'm going to just declare some things over you, what God says. He says, I love you with an everlasting love. You are my child. You are worthy. You are loved. I trust you. I chose you so that you could go and bear fruit. You are my adopted child and whom I am well pleased. So allow God to come in so you can align with him. When we're not aligned with God, that wall comes in. We're more depressed. We're more anxious. We have issues with our loved ones. We struggle to trust. We struggle to kind of feel safe with people. And so we're walking on eggshells and pins and needles. And we don't know how to handle when things are difficult. We have to be able to go back to the source and ask God and get into the word of God. We need to get our mind renewed. I want to just share something that I... Um, actually shared in a different podcast called What's Trust Got to Do With It? Earlier on, I did a podcast called that, and I actually went through the details of this. This is actually from Brene Brown's Daring Greatly, and it's this acronym about trust, and it's called Braving. So we go through the words, um, B is for boundaries, and this is being able to have boundaries. What I say is okay, and we respect each other's boundaries. So if I say, you know, I'm actually not going to go to the party on Friday, 
you respect my boundaries and you don't say, why? You should need to go. That's so stupid that you're not going. You're so boring. Why aren't you, you know, why aren't you going? And you push at me and you don't allow me to kind of have that boundary. Me then having a healthy boundary is saying, I know it's okay. I, I, I totally understand that you want me to come, but it's my choice. This is what I'm doing. And me having a healthy boundary is being me. I don't take on your emotions. I allow you to say what you're saying. I don't take on any of the negativity from it, and I just keep my boundaries, and I'm, I'm just me. Having healthy boundaries is about yourself. The next one is R, which is reliability. So you're reliable, you do what you say. Accountable is that you actually can be held accountable. This is something that I think we've kind of moved away from because it's so hard for us to be held accountable. When you're a manager, you need to keep people accountable and say, well, this is due on Friday. And then on Friday, you need to follow up and be like, okay, thank you so much. It, it was, it, it's done. I'm so proud of you. Or, hey, you know, that was something that I asked for. It's not done. Can you get that to me? And what that does is it creates a trust with your employees because they're like, wow, they actually followed up on what they said. They said this was due on Friday and I forgot and so now I need to do it. So now what happens is anytime that boss says, this is what I need done and here's the due date or the deadline, you trust that their word is their word and you're gonna do it. And so this whole concept of trust can really just transform the world and create very productive people, productive businesses, families. And so all these things that I'm talking about really help productivity and efficiency in the world as well. The next one is vault, which is you keep secrets. I keep your secrets. Um, integrity, which is you do what you believe even when nobody's looking. So integrity is huge in the kingdom of God because there's a lot that happens that other people don't see. When I spend time with God, people don't see that and I don't need you to see that. But what you do see is the fruit of my life. And again, even if I was having a bad day, that's okay. I've got to give myself permission to have those moments because I'm keeping that boundary for myself. I know who I am. But I have trusted people that I can go to to say, hey, I, I need prayer for this. I'm struggling with this. I need help with this. I need wisdom on this. And so I know when and who to go to when I'm identifying I'm feeling off. The next one is N for non-judgment. And so this is not judging if somebody else thinks and believes something different than you or they're doing something that you wouldn't do. This kind of goes back to the dysfunctional family systems that I talked about last week. There is so much judgment that happens in families because it's like, well, they're not doing what we're doing in the family, so I don't think that that's okay. Oh my gosh, I can't believe that they are making that choice. It is not what we do in our family. And so there's this judgment that happens. And so we need to step back and we need to be able to love people where they're at and say, thank you, God, for moving in their life. Help me to understand what they're doing because I'm having a hard time understanding. Like, it's still okay for us to have our emotions and to have struggles about what people are doing, but we need to move away from judgment. There's a big difference in that. And then the G is generosity. So this is believing that people are doing the best they can with what they have. Okay, this is a really big thing for you because when you operate in that position, you move towards oh, I wonder what's going on. Instead of making a first judgment, you're thinking, gosh, something must be going on with them or I'm curious about that. You move to wonder, you move to curious instead of, oh, they're attacking me or, oh, they don't like me or, oh, they're doing this because of that, 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 and that. And we're, we're moving to that negativity and that judgment. It's like, no, I believe they're doing the best they can. So gosh, there must be something 
that they're struggling with, or maybe I misinterpret, or maybe I need to find out more, okay? So it shifts us to where we're more at peace. So when we can deal with our trust issues, we actually are more peaceful towards the rest of the world. It's not about the other people. If you need to have conversations with people because they hurt you, that's a whole different story. Then have the conversation. Don't be passive. Don't be ag- passive aggressive and be silent and, and say, oh, I'm fine. There's nothing wrong. And then later blow up at them because they didn't read your mind because you actually were mad at them and they sh- needed to understand that. It's like, no, they don't know. Remember, we're believing people are doing the best they can with what they have. You need to go up to them and say, man, you know, I'm feeling a little uncomfortable about something and I'm wondering if we can talk about this. I feel like a little attacked with how you were talking. I don't feel loved. I don't feel appreciated. Can we talk about this? They then have an opportunity to respond and say, well, gosh, that wasn't what I was intending. This is actually what I intended. Thanks for telling me. I don't want you to feel unappreciated and attacked. So we have opportunities to talk through and make repairs. Trust is then built. But if we don't ever share with somebody that we're bothered about something, we can't even get there in the first place. So I kind of talked a little bit about we need the right people. We can't take things personal when we do get hurt, but we need to talk about it with wisdom, okay? We really have to remember that fruit, the fruit that grows from relationships, is not, or they're not feelings. We often will say how we feel is fact, and then we'll go on and on about a whole day about a feeling we just can say stuck in it. And being able to move out of that and recognize, okay, God, I'm feeling a really, really strong emotion right now. I'm like super, super angry. And I don't think good fruit's going to grow from this. So God, I need your help right now. I need your help. And as you sit and you wait, he might pop somebody in your mind that says, call them and get prayer from them. That's him showing, that's him giving you wisdom. He might say, I want you to just worship, put on worship music, say, I praise you, Lord. He might say, I want you to journal and get it out and vent. Okay. Listen to what he's saying, what to do about those emotions. You still might be angry, but maybe you go from a 10 to a 5. And you can operate with other people at a 5. Okay? And so in John 15, 2, it says that he cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. So as you are spending time in God, you're in the vine. Okay, verse 5 says, in the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I remain in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. So when you're in this place and you're in the vine with God, you're worshiping, you're praising him, you're connecting to him, and you're you're like, Holy Spirit, you're with me all the time, and you bring him with you, dead branches are going to show up. He's going to reveal to you things that need to go and things that need to get pruned. So for me, I've had times where he's had to really show me, Heidi, you need to just eat it. You know, like basically there's something that I did that was okay, but somebody's telling me that it wasn't okay. And I just need to say, man, thank you for sharing that with me. I'm really sorry. And yeah, maybe I wasn't wrong, but I need to honor. This is how that person is feeling. And honor is more important than me being right. The relationship is more important than me being right. And when I do that, guess who gets the glory? He does, not me. Yeah, I might look like I'm weak in the moment, but this isn't about us. 
This isn't about me. This is about him. And when I do that, he grows in me. And I see more of him in me. I see more of him in other people. It's like my eyes and what I see increases for his love for others. And that's really how he wants us to be. So there's this, there's this beautiful transformation that happens. And John 15 is amazing to, sh- to show us this. If we keep moving on where it says in verse 6, it says, If you do not remain in me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers. And such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire, and, ba- and burned. If you remain in me, and my words remain in you, ask what you wish, and it will be done for you. So if he's giving us something that needs to be dealt with, if there are trust issues that he's highlighting for you, and you're like, I don't want to, I don't want to deal with this, God, and you're just like really struggling, which I get it, but you're like, okay, you're telling me I need to, so I will. That right there is sacrifice. That's surrender. And even though you don't feel like it, you're struggling, he shows up in that moment and he moves you beyond where you could go. This is that supernatural transformation that happens when you're at that point of like, oh, I'm really struggling. I'm so mad at this person. Or I really, I have hate. Like even if you have hate that you can say, God, I know you don't want me to feel like this. And he comes in, but it comes from that place of you surrendering. Verse eight, it says, this is to my father's glory that you will bear much fruit. So showing yourselves to be my disciples So who you are is a child of God. You carry peace or you carry joy or you're here to help people to find their identity. There's a purpose for your life. Okay? God says that you didn't choose him, but he chose you. And and this is in verse 16. He appointed you so that you might go to bear fruit. If you hear that, I'm saying that quite a few times, that we're, we're able to heal and get rid of the hurt that we have and heal our trust issues. We will bear fruit. And this fruit will last. And so that whatever you ask in my name, the Father will give to you. This is my command. Love each other. We're going to have a hard time loving each other when we have these trust issues. So what I do when I'm in this place of struggle is I just notice where he is and what he's saying. And so I allow my kind of that antenna to God to show up. I had a time where I was with my husband and I noticed that I heard I have trust issues because he said something and I responded really negatively. I'm like, why did I do that? It was like he just showed me. It was a dead branch. Why did I do that? It, this happened really quickly. And then I'm like, wait, I have trust issues. I have trust issues. I'm like, okay, where did this come from? And then, and then I took this as an opportunity in my quiet time with the Lord, in my journaling, for him to actually show me where those trust issues were so I could give them to him and get them healed. And again, it's a process. If you've had extreme trauma, it is not going to get healed overnight, and that's okay. If you are feeling super, super angry, you need to feel super, super angry and be seen, but you need to be seen by God. Getting over trust issues doesn't mean that you don't feel anything and that you have to get over it. You need to be seen. You need to be heard. It's why it's important to go to a counselor, go to a trusted friend, or somebody that you can process through it. It's not a quick thing but we need to have a mirror to it. We can't ignore it. Because when we heal those trust issues, we align with our creator. And that's where the fruit grows.
And so I want to end with this. How do we deal with trust issues? Okay, I'm kind of sharing them with you and I'm talking to you about it. They're highlighted to you. You bring them to God. But here's a verse that I just was like, how the heck? I don't understand this verse, God. It's Matthew 10, 16. And it says, Behold, I send you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. Therefore, be wise as serpents and innocent as doves. So when I heard this, I was like, okay, I'll do that. But what do you mean by that, God? All right. So what we need to do is we're not healed. We don't have all the answers, but we go out and we're like little children. We're innocent as doves. We become childlike in the wonder of God, in the midst of our trust issues, in the midst of our relationships with other people. We turn to wonder. We're like children just sitting at his feet like, okay, God, what is it that you're showing me here? I'm feeling hurt, so I need your help. We just turn to wonder, and we're as a child. But then we also have that wisdom that's Christ-like. It's a quality that develops as we mature. So the wisest serpents doesn't come unless we spend time in his word, with other believers, in prayer, fasting, where we cut things off of our life, you know, cut off phone for 24 hours or cut off TV for a week. You do things that prune you. That wise as a serpent doesn't come overnight, just like the healing of our trust issues doesn't. But you can go and be wise as a serpent and harmless as doves, even in the midst of our growing. And so I pray for that, for you. I pray for God's Holy Spirit to come over you right now as he's revealing to you trust issues that you identified that you have. And that what I also pray is that God continues to reveal this in you and that as you are walking out your day that you notice, oh, there's an issue that I have with the pastor. There's an issue I have with that friend that I had. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for revealing this to me. And I know that you revealed it to me. You will heal it. And so I thank you, God, that you're just revealing these issues that we can just bring to you. Thank you for exposing this to us, God. Thank you, God. And so right now, I actually just pray as you're bringing these things up that the, that the Lord will come in and just start to heal you right now. That his presence is here and that he is the healer. I pray for healing right now over the listeners, over their hearts, over their broken, broken hearts, their shattered souls. And as they have given their life to Christ, I speak to their soul and I say, get below their spirit. Their spirit is saved and they are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And I speak to their spirit and say, come above, rise above and rule above their soul. That as their soul is getting healed, I pray for the grace of God to be over you, to guide you to have strength to do this, strength to heal in the midst of life, in the midst of chaos and work and all the things that you're dealing with. You don't have to sit down and have quiet time, that he can do this in right in the middle of driving. I feel like there's some of you that it's going to happen in an odd moment. And you're going to be like, oh my gosh, this is what she's talking about. The Holy Spirit's going to show up to you in a way and he's going to give you a word and he's going to say, I have healed you. Or he's going to say, I love you just the way that you are. And you're going to get a word from him 
that nobody else can feel and experience because it's from Him to you. And so we thank you, God, in advance that you are doing that, that you are speaking to your children. There's an increase of God moving right now. And so we just thank you, God, for that. We thank you for the increase of your moving, of your talking to your children. I feel like some of you are actually going to get more vision. Some of you are going to actually hear from him and you're sleeping. You're going to have more dreams. That he's going to start working through you and in you in places that you didn't know would happen. You don't need to be perfect to be used as a vessel in the kingdom of God. I am not, nor do I think that I am or profess to be. So we go to you, God, as children sitting at your feet, and we say, teach us to be wise. Teach us to be wise as serpents. Heal the wounds that we have from other people in our life so we can align with you, not the world. We thank you, God, for these people. We honor them. But we align with you, God. So we thank you for healing our wounds, putting us together, that you knit us together in our mother's womb. And I just declare Psalms 37.4 that you will delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Thanks for listening to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and subscribe wherever you listen. Your review helps the show reach more people and spread mental health awareness with Jesus at the Center. You can also check me out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or my website at HeidiMortensenLMFT.com. See you at our next episode.